Hello, hello, my above average tribe, and welcome back to the A Minus Life podcast. I am your host, Casey Jericho. And once again, I am so happy to have you here listening, and I hope we can laugh, learn, and grow together. Before I get into the topic for this week, I want to remind you guys that every review, like, share is so appreciated and really helps me and this channel out. So if you're not too busy while listening to this, it would be very appreciated if you could subscribe to this podcast or my YouTube channel, leave a rating, uh, leave a raving review on either platform. Also, please share with family, friends, even mortal enemies. I want to uh, also remind you guys that even though I have turned into a professional podcaster, my true love is my one-on-one lifestyle coaching company and our lifestyle app. If you are ready to make some sustainable and enjoyable change and learn what feeling good actually feels like, please click on the link in our show notes, on my Instagram, or on my website and join the team. You can use code A-LIFE10, spell out minus, to get 10% off any package you choose as a thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And now that my lovely spiel is over, let's keep showing up and get into it. Hello. Happy Wednesday, if that is when you are listening to this hump day, halfway. For all my teachers out there, we got about a week and a half left till Christmas break. You can do it. Um, Even though I realized the idea of being a teacher and having like the vacation days was great when I first thought of it, but now that I'm a mom and every vacation day that I have, the kids are also home is lovely, but it's also not so lovely. Um, I never have an actual vacation day because no matter what, my little cherubs are home with me. I'm going to have to start taking like sneaky sick days when they're in school so I can like get stuff done or just sit for a little while, even though I have problems with that. Hope everyone had a lovely day. Um, I am recording this obviously a couple of days in advance and it is Saturday. It is beautiful. It's like 56 degrees sunny in the middle of December. I woke up and I had a dance party with my daughter, um, made some yummy coffee. I tried to froth milk to be fancy and then I realized halfway through my coffee that the milk was like I'm going to say this word wrong and I'm not even going to look it up to correct myself and hopefully you guys laugh, got like coagulated. I think that's right. And oh my disgusting. I like spit it out all over my new pants and shirt. I was like, this can't be right. And I have a pretty iron stomach and I was like, this is wrong. This is chunky. This is chewy in the middle of my coffee. We looked at the milk. It was expired December 1st. It's the 8th. So a solid week. Oh, no, it's the ninth. So it was solid eight days. And, yep, I drank it. Luckily, again, I have an iron stomach, and it is multiple hours later, and I seem to be okay. But that was not enjoyable. I look forward to my morning Saturday coffee with my family very much, and that was a big damper. So I do have another cup right now, and I will be taking a sip or two. So apologies if I have interrupted thoughts, but it won't be long. And if you are watching on YouTube, you'll just see me. It's like we're having a coffee chat. I went to the gym today solo, leg day, crushed it. I hit 425 for eight on hip thrust. 
I felt strong, but holy moly, is it a pain in the ass to load those plates and take them off. I would use the machine that's a little bit easier, but I just don't love it, but felt strong today. Hopefully, I'm able to walk later at my ugly sweater party. So today's podcast is a little bit of a fun one. It is my error. So this is the first podcast of the 2024 podcast season, and I wanted to start it off with not so much my resolutions, but what I want this year to embody. Um, I'm no Swifty, Taylor Swift. Um, I like her. I don't not like her. I could probably name three songs maybe by name. Um, I'm sure I could sing along to a couple more. Um, you guys know me. I'm a book on tape kind of gal or a podcast girl, but I like her. She's cool. She's cute. She seems somewhat normal for being how unbelievably famous she is. I like her posse that she travels with. I'm kind of a fan of the new boyfriend. I like the football connection, but it is getting a little too much. Um, I do love her era theme, though, her era tour and like how she broke her life up into errors and the things that she was focused on during those times. And I kind of thought I would jump on this bandwagon and put out to the universe my plan for my 2024 eras. Um, There are going to be a couple themes to this year. Um, And they may even change as the year goes on. But I wanted to kind of give some, like a, not a theme song, but some taglines to what I hope my 2024 eras are and what I focus on. They are going to kind of piggyback and tie into some of the resolutions and goals that I'm going to make. Um, But we all know it's more so the systems that are important. So these eras are just kind of fun and to get, I guess, you guys to know me a little bit more and what I'm going to focus on this year. So the first one, and I encourage you guys to do this. I'm actually going to post it on Instagram too. And do it yourself. Like write down what your eras are going to be, what your, what your, I don't know, your taglines for 2024. What do you want them to be? Instead of looking back in next December, look forward, right? Create your taglines ahead of time and then try and live up to them. So the first one is my 2024 era is my mom is strong, healthy, and fun. So that's the first one. My mom is strong, healthy, and fun. And obviously I'm doing this to be an example to my kids. Um, I never really had that motherly calling and I probably should do a podcast on like my journey to motherhood, um, which I definitely will. But I never knew that I wanted kids. Like, it was never something that was a calling to me. I never really loved little kids growing up. I mean, it was fun to kind of play with them, but I got over them quickly. I never knew for sure. Um, even when I got married, I, I didn't, like, all of a sudden know I wanted kids. Um, I just kind of thought it was, like, the next progression. But now that I have them, I could not imagine not. Um, I want to be the best living example for my two little peanuts that I possibly could be. I very much value my mother and father and everything they taught me. And I want to do the same for Rustin and Rory. Um, For my son, I want him to know that his mother is strong and not, you know, anything subservient to men or weaker than men. I want him to respect women and all that they can do. And 
for Rory, obviously, it's a little bit different because, you know, she's a girl, I'm a girl, and I want her to grow up not afraid to go into the guy section at the gym. I don't even want her to realize there's a guy section because mom walked around in any section she wanted. I want her not to be afraid to lift weights and have muscles and look at her body and be so proud of what it could do for her. So I want to be able to run around with them and I don't ever want to have to say no to something because I'm not physically able to do it. I want to be able to have fun, beat them in races, play soccer with them, get on the floor, um, take them for hikes, take them to do, to, to experience things. So my biggest and probably most important 2024 tagline is going to be a strong, healthy, and fun mom. I'm not going to impose things on them. I'm not going to have Rory bench pressing at age five, or, you know, I'm not going to put a bad stigma on food, you know, bad, good, sugar. Believe me, my kids have a pretty shitty diet. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I try, but I'm not going to pretend that they don't eat chocolate chip muffins for breakfast sometimes. They do. Um, but I want to be the best example that I can. I want to teach them young that, you know, protein makes them strong, um, that vegetables have micronutrients in them. And, you know, we want to lift to be strong, to be healthy, to be active. And that's something I really want to continue focusing on for all my years. All right, the next one, a little bit not as serious. And I'm going to take a quick swig. My next 2024 tagline is Skechers Sports Bra Hubby's Sweats Work Outfit. So my 2024 era is Skechers Sports Bra Hubby Sweats Work Outfit. Don't get me wrong. I do love a cute matching Paragon set, um, especially in the summer when I'm a little bit tan and on my leaner side. But you are speaking my love language when you give me extra large sweatpants, a cute little sports bra, and my Skechers white shoes that I recently got made fun of for wearing because supposedly they're the Hooters girls sneakers. Didn't know that. Um... Sketchers are cool. I mean, I'm at the age now where I need some support and I need some cushion with my feet and I like them and back off my silvery glittery S that is on my shoes. Um, I'm on my third pair of the same shoe and I probably will continue to order them forever. My husband never understands this when I'm like, oh, that sweatshirt's too small. He's like, it's a medium. You are tiny. And I'm like, mediums are too small. I need larges minimum usually extra larges. He's like, you're out of your mind. Like he got me this really, really nice Patagonia once and it was a medium and I think I donated it. He was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, it's too small. He's like, you're a small or a medium. You're not even close to a large or an extra large, but I like things big. Um, I wear his clothes a lot and unfortunately they're not even big enough sometimes. So Especially in the winter, I loved oversized things, t-shirts extra large, sweatshirts extra large, the bigger the better. Um, It's not great for wash, it's like four sweatshirts per laundry, but that is what you're going to be catching me in in the gym. I feel comfortable in it, I feel strong, Um, I do love a nice baggy, one side of me being baggy and then one side of me being tight. So what I mean by that is I love like an oversized sweatshirt with tight workout shorts or something like that, like biker shorts. Or I love big oversized sweatpants with a tight sports bra. I like the offsetting look of that. Um, Okay, the next one, which is so 
appropriate for what I'm doing right now is my 2024 era is fueled by coffee, toddler tantrums, and MILF dreams. This one might be a little inappropriate at the end, but that's fine. So one of my favorite questions that my clients always ask me in the beginning is like, what pre-workout do you recommend? And I'm like, girl, I've never taken a pre-workout in my life. I think I took it once and I had like pins and needles and no thank you. Um, it's not something I need. I enjoy lifting. I can usually get myself amped up for it. Um, so I've never really, I've never taken a pre-workout. I do drink coffee before the gym. Sometimes I do bring coffee to the gym. I, when I used to work out at home in my garage, I literally called it lattes and lifting. And like my friends would come over, we would, one girl would pick up Starbucks and then we would lift and gossip and talk. And it was phenomenal. Um, that's actually how I met coach Steph, my, you know, my assistant coach for CJLC. She came to my gym as a client in lattes and lifting and we just bonded super quick and we've never parted since but definitely fueled by coffee um we have an espresso one day we'll make it we'll get a fancy one where i can really be a barista um i'm gonna have to learn how to froth my co- my milk a little bit more and i'm definitely all for the mid-afternoon pick-me-up but i usually do decaf then and then toddler tantrums holy crud um uh, this is something very new to me. I didn't grow up with little kids in my family. Um, all my cousins were older than me, and we never really had little kids around. Eventually, one of my cousins had a kid, but I never really saw him all like you know that much. And I wasn't really I babysitted a little bit, but the kids were pretty good. I've never really seen like meltdowns, and they sure have them, especially my little emotional Rustin Delicia. Um, it boggles my mind. I don't usually know how to handle them very well. I try, um, but it is pretty wild. And keeping your cool and you know, understanding where they're coming from and trying to take a deep breath definitely builds up. And it is great to squat thinking of how you suppressed your need or your desire to yell when they are crying because they can't play in the street on oncoming traffic. Um, Again, it is just crazy. Rory is not too bad, but I think she's going to be. Or she's just going to be real stubborn. Russin is very emotional, so his tantrums, he gets in like these spirals where he can't come out of, and he cries very easily. Supposedly, my parents said I never did that, because I'll never forget when Russin had one of his first meltdowns at my parents' house. I was like, Mom, like, he's two. Like, this happens. She's like, you didn't do this. Like, these these things did not happen with you. And I was like, well, mom, shouldn't that maybe show you that I was effing petrified of you guys? Um, Maybe I was just super calm. I do think I am like that now. My emotions are very level. I never get like too jacked up or too sad. So maybe that's just how I was as a kid too. But yeah, this whole like two to four age is uh, definitely fueling my workouts. And then I know this might be vain, but I also think everyone kind of feels this way. They just don't want to say it. Is we want to stay hot for as long as we can. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm any kind of model, but I want to be a MILF. I want to be a hot mom. I want to still look good and be proud of my body and rock some good clothes until until I really can. Let's hope that's until like my 60s. Um 
I Don't Need to Be Stacy's Mom, even though that's a great song. But I want to be attractive. I want my husband to look at me and be proud. I want to feel confident in myself. I want to be labeled a MILF. And I'm going to put that out into the world. And I'm going to keep working hard to stay in shape, not let myself go, keep my habits, and hopefully battle age and gravity as long as I can. And I'm sorry if that seems vain, but it's true. And I think, again, a lot of people feel that way. They just don't want to say it. All right, the next one. Um, my 2024 era is no zero days. Something is always better than nothing. This is a big one, and I'm going to get into this one particular on my next podcast a lot more about like my non-negotiables and zero days. But I never want a day to go by where I do none of my habits or like none of my routines. I just, it's a goal of mine to the day I die. Until I'm 99 years old on my deathbed, I want to make sure I get something done that is in my foundation of health. I want to either always get my steps, get to the gym, focus on protein, drink water. In reality, that shouldn't be a hard thing, right? If the world is falling apart, I should still be able to drink 120 ounces of water, right? I could have the busiest day on the planet, but I can drink water. So, right, that's like my bare minimum. Um, I should be able to get steps in, right? If you're super busy, you should be able to get steps in. If you're super busy sitting in a conference, you should be able to get your water in and there should be some time in the morning or night to go to the gym. So I'm really big on myself on never letting a day go by where I can't check off any boxes. And I know that's a very low bar, right? Like I'm never going to gain any progress or see any progress if my my minimum is water, right? But that just keeps me... It also keeps me from feeling like a failure, right? That all or nothing or, you know, perfectionist goal. I'm never going to quit because I failed because I'm always going to do one of the things on my goal list. And that's okay. Yes, obviously, most days I'm probably going to do like all of them. I will work out. I will get my steps. I will focus on protein. I will drink my water. Usually I'll be five out of five. Um, But when those days come up that things stop that, I need to make sure that I don't let it all go to shit. I need to make sure I get as many of those five in that I can and that there's no excuse for a zero day. Um, Again, knock on wood that, you know, I'm not unconscious in a hospital bed somewhere someday. That might be an excuse, but hopefully we won't get there. So in 2024, I'm not going to have one zero day. All right, my 2024 era is... Podcast, book on tape, Coco Melon playlist error. So everyone was posting um, their Spotify wrap-ups, I think that's called. I'm so untrendy slash uncool. Um, you know, like with like all the, all the minutes you listen to your music and what songs you listen to the most and what albums. And first I was like, I don't even know how to get this. Um, Spotify literally said like, you don't have enough. And if anything, to create you one. I was like, okay, cool. So I have zero. I don't really use Spotify all that much. I use Apple Podcasts and Apple Music. So I was like, oh, maybe they have one. So I went on to Apple Music and I looked it up. And Coco Melon was my number one album, number one song. Then it was the soundtrack of Sing, more specifically Sky Full of Stars by Johnny the Gorilla. Great song. Um, and then it was Coldplay. 
which I think it was Coldplay because I'm pretty sure that they're the ones that wrote that original song and Rustin loves it. So it was about like six songs down that my music even came up. And then my husband told me that it wasn't even my music. It was his that he played on the Sonos in the kitchen. So my musical trends don't even exist. Um, I listen to podcasts or I listen to books or I don't really listen to anything. There have been plenty of days in the gym where I just listen to my own thoughts. Uh, Sirius is in my new car so I have been listening to The Highway. I am a country fan, but music is just not really my... I enjoy it. I like it on, but if you had a gun to my head and told me to list, name like five albums that's that have ever been written, um, I couldn't. Like album names, I don't think I could actually list one right now. Maybe in, is Bye 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 an album name for NSYNC? I don't even know. I literally couldn't list one musical album and musical, musical, I'm already such a nerd, um, names of songs. Again, I could probably list 10 out of all the songs ever created. So very much so a podcast person listening to a book, nice and calm things in my ear, probably because my own brain and my own thoughts are psychopath enough. And then I am also big on education, right? So like I love to learn about nutrition and fitness and keep up my learning. And one of the only times that I have a quiet moment or a moment to myself is when I'm in the gym. So I'll try and put on an educational podcast to learn. So right as I'm crushing leg day, I had Jocko Willick on today. Um, So to learn, to teach, to listen. Next one. My 2024 era is motivation is made up, habits and routine are consistent. If you know a couple things about me, you know that I hate the word motivation. Um, It's funny because I think I used to like it, um, but now as I get older and I realize why I did the things I did when I was younger, I wasn't motivated. Like there was no part of me that was like pumped up every single day to practice or to, you know, work out on my own or I don't know, just to do anything. Like, I feel like you're motivated for the fun things in your life. Like, I have a Christmas party later today. I'm definitely motivated to go to that. I'm excited. Um, going to do leg day today. Yeah, I guess I was like, I like going to the gym, so it's fun. But during the week when I'm getting up at 4.20 to go work out in the morning, there's no part of me that's motivated. Like, I will choose to sleep any day. Like, who is jacked up to get up at 4.30. I don't think anyone. Um, I don't despise it or else I probably wouldn't do it, but I'm definitely not motivated. If there was another option to sleep in, I would do it. Um, But I know I need to. I know that if I want the body I have or if I want the health that I do, if I want to be a role model for my kids and have time with them after school instead of going to the gym, I know that I need to get up at 4.30 and do my workout then. It's just the best way, right? I get my workout in, I go to work, and then I have from 3 o'clock on to hang out with them, to be present with them, to cook my home meals. It just sets up the most success for me, right? If I want to make sure that I cook our dinners because that's the best way, if I want to make sure I'm doing fun things with them, getting up at 4.20 to go work out is the best option. There is no motivated ounce of me either that is jacked up to meal prep like I mean it's 
fine and I get it done, but it surely isn't exciting. Um, I wish I could eat out every meal. I mean, that would be a lot yummier. Um, my wallet wouldn't love it. My waistline wouldn't love it, but it's definitely not motivated. Um, I just know I need to get it done. I'm also big, and I've said this on multiple podcasts, that I can't bitch and complain to people if I'm not going to change things. So I have no right to bitch about my weight or my physique or my health if I'm not doing things to help them. And I guess this is like a rare characteristic because so many people bitch and complain and then do absolutely nothing to change. Um, you guys know we're doing the holiday challenge for my coaching company right now and some people are doing absolutely amazing, but more than half of the people have fallen off and they're the ones that complain the most about like not liking their bodies and not being healthy and being out of breath, but yet they can't even commit to like walking. So let's just remember that no, no one is motivated all the time. We just realize it needs to be done if we want the results we want. Right? I want to live in my house. I want a roof over my head, so I pay my mortgage. I'm not motivated to give $3,500 a month to Chase Bank. Believe me, if there was another option, I'd pick it. But I want a home. I want a roof over my kids' heads, so I pay it. Same exact thing for the gym. Same exact thing for nutrition. I want this physique, so I do the things to get it. It's really pretty simple. Um, okay, two more. Next one is... <laughs> this one made me laugh. My 2024 era is slow and steady. I have work tomorrow and kids. I can't afford to get hurt. Um, I love competition. I love playing soccer. I loved CrossFit. I was obviously very good at soccer. I was mediocre for CrossFit. Um, I love winning. I love competing. I love surprising people. I love the red line, like feeling like you're going to die. Um, but enough is enough. I have real adult responsibilities now that I cannot afford to be hurt. I cannot afford to be broken. Um, I have to take care of my kids. I have to go to work. I have to be able-bodied. Um, I'll never forget once me and my husband both hurt our backs doing CrossFit and we had to have our father-in-law come over at night to put our son in the crib because we literally couldn't bend, like we couldn't reach out with our arms with a weight in it and then drop it down because our backs were so, so bad. So our father-in-law, because he's a saint, came over just to drop our toddler, not even toddler, our baby, into the crib because we couldn't do it. That can't happen, right? <laughs> we're too old for this. This is why I don't play in like um, adult soccer leagues because I swear it is crazier than college soccer. Like I am more likely to get hurt playing in these leagues than I was playing D1 sports in the ACC. People just are crazy. Um, I'm not going into a 50-50 tackle with all my strengths behind it on a Saturday morning against, you know, Susie, 65-year-old lady. Because to be honest, I'll probably be the one coming out hurt because I was nervous to hurt her and she was not. So she's going to just wreck me. Um, you guys know my lovely friend, Laura, you know, twin to, oh, wait, did I mess that up? Katie and Laura. Yeah. Cora. Dang it. My, one of my friends, Cora, she's been on crutches now for like a month because her silly soccer loving self can't stop playing. I can't do that. And she lives in the city. 
I mean, oof, that's got to be exhausting. So last year, my girls got together and we played our last soccer tournament. Um, we are all 35 plus with kids for the most part. And this might be gross. I apologize. But I guess I wasn't used to like cutting and it was an indoor tournament. So it was very small. So it was like sprinting and cutting and sprinting and cutting. And obviously we went all in because we usually win this thing, even though we're old. Um, and my toes like weren't used to it. And I guess the bashing of my toes up against my shoe over and over and over again, my two big toenails turned black, like such pain. Like we had another game and I'm like, and I've never bailed out of anything before. I played with, you know, torn meniscuses, torn ligaments in my feet. I don't sit out. And I was like, guys, I really don't think I can like play anymore. Like every time I step, my toes are hurting. And I didn't know what the heck was going on until I took my shoes off and my toenails were jet black. Like they were done. And every day since then, like for that week, they got darker and darker. And I'm not even kidding. That tournament was last February, I think. And I'm pretty sure they only fell off like three months ago. So I had black gross toenails for like six months. They both fell off. So I had no toenails. I know this is disgusting. Hopefully you guys aren't eating breakfast while you're listening to this. But again, I don't have time for that. I don't have time for dark, gross, yucky toenails and getting hurt. And I love soccer, but I'll be a spectator for my son from now on. And then CrossFit is great, but we cannot call our in-laws over anymore to put our children to bed because we both need to like win the wad of the day. So we're all about slow and steady wins the race. Let's lift really hard. You can be very intense lifting and still go very slow. Actually, slow is better. It's a form of progressive overload. And we're going to focus on recovery a little bit more. I'm going to stretch more. I may even join a yoga class here or there. And I'm going to prioritize recovery more. It's been a downfall of mine since the beginning of time. I never stretched before I played soccer ever. Uh, I used to get in trouble all the time from my coach and I'm going to start maybe (laughs) I'm so bad at this. We're going to hold, I'm going to hold myself accountable to this one. And then the last one and not the least, the most, my 2024 era is mom, wife, daughter, CEO, teacher, quotes, athlete, chef, taxi driver, friend, and a good time. Um, I've definitely forgotten some hats that I wear in that, but that is my list of who I am and what I do. Mom, wife, daughter, CEO, teacher, athlete, chef, taxi driver, friend, good time. Um, I love, love the roles that I am. I love chaos. I really do. I think chaos keeps me grounded. I think chaos keeps me in a routine. I do love being busy. Sometimes when I find myself not busy is when things go awry. So I enjoy all of those hats. I would not trade any of them. I hope that I can always be a good time, even though I have all those things that I do every single day. Um, I really am all those things every single day, right? Like I'm a mom every day with my kids. I'm a wife every day to my husband. I talk to my parents every day. I'm their only child. So I am their daughter and their only kid. I am a CEO of my company. I do it all every single day. I have not had an off day since March when I launched. I am a teacher. 
every day. I guess not. On Saturday and Sunday, I do not bring work home. So I do get two days off a week of that. Um, I'm an athlete. I go to the gym five days a week. And even on my off days, I'm moving, I'm, li- I'm bending, I'm squatting, I'm carrying things. I'm constantly doing those functional movements. I am a chef. I cook every single day. Right now, I'm on a 17-day streak of home-cooked meals for dinner for my squad. I'm, I'm proud of myself for that. Uh, taxi driver, there is not a day where I'm not driving a little nugget to something. And they're only four and two. I can't even imagine when they're older and have like real things. I'm a friend. I don't have a big circle, but I have a good circle. And I'm there for hopefully my small circle every single day. And I surely hope I'm a good time. I hope I can make people laugh. I do think the ability to make people laugh is one of the best characteristics to have. Humor is something I look for in my friends and my spouse. My dad is super, super funny. Um, So it's something I always grew up with. He cracks me up, even though most of the time it's at my own expense. Um, but I think the ability to make people laugh is such a gift. Um, laughing is the best. And my daughter has that personality a little bit. She freaking cracks us up. So maybe she has part of my dad's sense of humor. I think I'm pretty funny. Um, I get a lot of eye rolls when I say that, but I'm going to go with it. I have a pretty good sense of humor. Um, but that is it. So I have eight themes for my 2024 self. I want to make sure I stay true to those. I think they're fun. Again, they're not so much resolutions, um, but just kind of how I'm going to categorize this next year. It was a fun little exercise for me. I made like an Instagram carousel. I'm going to post it soon. So maybe you guys can do one and tag me in it. I'll do like a fun little giveaway or something. Um, But it's it's just cute to think of like how you've grown, right? If we would have done these in 2010, it probably would have been a little bit different, right? Like MySpace and I can't even remember. Good Lord, it was so long ago. Um, But have a really awesome Wednesday or whatever day you are listening. And if it's closer to the end of the week, have a great weekend. Please share this. Um, Hopefully this is just like a fun, lighthearted podcast. No real, you know, tough love here. Um, Some points that I think you could take home. But Share this. Do this with your friends, maybe. do um, Send it to you, like your siblings. What kind of themes do you want for this year? Write it down. Make a fun little, you know, post. Make it a, you know, little artsy. And stick to it. Remind yourself about it. Look back at it as the year goes on and see if you've made any changes or if you've, you know, you've nailed some of them. And that is it. Like, re- reply. <laughs> like, share comment follow it's always appreciated um you know we got no sponsors here so you guys are it you're my only hope at growing and sharing this and hopefully i'm relatable so people enjoy it and have an awesome awesome start to the new year it is totally in your control you can do whatever you want do not be that person on january 16th that throws their resolutions to the wind. So I remember on another podcast, I had talked about the national day of quitting your resolutions. I thought it was in February. It's not. It's January 16th is the national day of throwing your resolutions out the window. That is not even three weeks. Do not be that person. Get past January 16th. I will help you. Um, Reach out. We'll figure it out. I'll give you guidance. You'll join the crew somehow. Do not be that person. Surround yourself with like-minded people. Get support. Do not give up in 16 days. You are tougher. You are better. You are more resilient than that. Um, Okay. Have an awesome day. 
Like always, live A minus and keep showing up. Thank you.